When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Joining me right now is the man. That's all I can say. Not just my owner and boss, but at this point, him and his beautiful wife, Margot, have become dear friends, me and Danielle. Does a great job every weekday afternoon at 5 o'clock, cats at night, every Sunday morning, cats round table, 8 a.m. And, of course, he's the brainchild behind these great days like today, back to blue. This is my third year doing this with the Katsimatidis family. So here he is, my buddy John Katsimatidis. Good morning, John. Good morning, Sid. Good morning. And uh, it looks like it's going to be another beautiful fall morning today. And uh, I love those fall mornings. You know, the one thing, you know, I know you love heat. I know you love Florida. <laughs> yeah. But the one thing I love about uh, New York, uh, I love the four seasons. Yeah. I love the fall. I love the, a little, uh, I, I love a little bit of snow at Christmas. You know, I love the spring when life comes back. And uh, the, the summers are not bad either. You know what's funny is, you know, I, I did like Florida, but I really don't like the, the oppressive heat. Like, John, for me, I like the fall, too. Like, today's going to be 68 degrees and sunny. I can wear a sport jacket, be comfortable. But, no, I don't like the, the, the hot, hot heat. And I also hate the freezing cold. I hate it. And I like snow, John. I like snow when I can sit at home and watch it fall outside, not when I'm traveling on the way to work. <laughs> You know well, what I'm a saying? A little bit of snow doesn't hurt anybody. Yeah. You know, it's a little bit of snow. Yeah, it doesn't uh, But I'll tell you, today's a special day. Uh, and uh, we respect our, our law enforcement. Uh, we have a, a, a event uh, today uh, that brings attention to respecting our men in blue. And uh, the highest-ranking uh, police officer from the NYPD will be there today, uh, 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 Corey, uh, and uh, uh, also the highest-ranking uh, Nassau County being represented today. I know uh, uh, Mr. Blakeman, who is chief of the uh, county executive, will be coming yep. and bringing along uh, his uh, police chief, uh, Ray Kelly, I know you're having on today. Yep, yep. Uh, and uh, Suffolk County is going to be represented. Yeah, I saw uh, that. High... I, I saw you have uh, Pat Ryder. He happens to be the commissioner in Nassau County. And Rodney yes. Harrison, he's the commissioner in Suffolk County. That's a great job, John, to get both commissioners, Ryder and Harrison, in our studios today. That's terrific. And also, the high, you know, the highest-ranking uh, person in law enforcement in Suffolk County is the sheriff, uh, Errol Tulin. Yep who's a very, very good person, uh, and uh, the DA of Suffolk County, uh, Ray Tierney, will be here, too. Wow. Uh, <laughs> so we're getting all together. Uh, New York, NYPD, Suffolk County, Nassau County. And you know what we're saying? Respect our men in blue, and we have to keep our city together. Uh, and don't forget, Suffolk County and Nassau County is almost like the sixth and seventh borough. Yes, yes, so, no doubt. Yep. yep. Uh, so uh, we're working all together to keep our people safe. 
Uh, and also, uh, uh, George uh, uh, Venizelos, who uh, is, uh, he, uh, he, he works, he's even head of the Federal Law Enforcement Foundation. Uh, he's bringing in some people from uh, ATF. He's bringing in some people from drug enforcement because all these police officers all, all also work with the federal yes. uh, bureaus uh, right. to, to work together. And uh, one of the things that happens that they won't volunteer to tell you is if there's some really, really bad guys and under the New York state law they can't put them away, you know what they do? They bring in federal law enforcement, yep, yep. and we put them away under federal charges. But all this is not necessary. We have to change the bail laws and give power back to the judges to determine who's who's crazy and who's not. Yep. I mean, remember what when Commissioner Sewell was on my show. She said there's 3,000 repeat violent criminals in New York City. 3,000, that's all there is. If those 3,000 were at Rikers Island instead of the streets of New York, New York would be the same New York we always know. Listen, there's only one way to do that, though, John. And by the way, uh, to her credit, Police Commissioner Sewell, who was great on your show, came out again yesterday and actually criticized Kathy Hochul publicly, something Mayor Eric Adams hasn't really done. She came out yesterday and and publicly criticized Kathy Hochul, which I thought was terrific because the truth is, if you want to get back to those days where criminals are on Rikers Island and not walking down 3rd Avenue, there's only one way to do it, John. It's very simple. You have to vote for Lee Zeldin come Tuesday. That's the bottom line. Well, it looks like that's the, that's the solution. Uh Look, New Yorkers, I love New York. If we don't vote the right way in November 8th, you know what happens? We're going to lose New York. Yep. Yep. I know. We're at, the, we're at the edge. I've never seen it. I've been in New York for 70 years. I hate to say 73. <laughs> we know what you mean. Uh, but I know you could, And you're on the Upper East and, and those areas all the time. We've had dinner out there with you, me and Danielle and you and Margo. And we lived on the Upper West, and you never worried about those neighborhoods. I mean, John, we're not talking about some of the quote-unquote bad neighborhoods. We're talking about Park Avenue, Upper East. In other words, it doesn't matter anymore. You can be in, you can be in Manhasset. You can be in Howard Beach. They're coming. They don't care anymore. There's some bad people out there, and the Albany legislators, the state senators, the state assembly people, they— refuse to put these bad people away. And you, you remember the words they used. The people that are not just two, two crimes, not three, not four. People with five, six, seven, eight crimes, yep. they're still in the streets. Violent crimes. Yep, yep. You can't make it up. No. I mean, <laughs> I growing up, you know, we used to buy Bizarro comics, uh, <laughs> Superman Bizarro comics. Yeah, that's true. It's become a bizarro world. It has. No, you, you, you're right. You couldn't even write this. You couldn't make it up. I mean, there's a movie. It's called The Purge. They've done it about 10 times now. Purge 1, Purge 2, Purge 3. And what the movie's about, John, is basically one night a year, one night a year, criminals are allowed to commit any crime they want. And while most people lock their doors in the movie, they still fall victim. Now, again, it's fiction, 
But is it really? Because the purge, that movie, is starting to sound like New York and other major cities on a regular basis. And that's why I left. I mean, I did want a home, no question about it. I was tired of being in an apartment, and I wanted to live by the water. But believe me when I tell you, John, every day that Ava and Gabriel walked the streets, I was nervous. I really was. We took this lady to dinner last night, uh, me and Margo uh, and Chad, and uh, she wanted to walk to Penn Station. We we wouldn't allow her. No way. way. We wouldn't allow her. She doesn't realize what she's getting herself into. Yep. Oh, she says, I'm good. I'm good. (laughs) No, we wouldn't allow her. Oh, you're right. I mean, it's just, yep. You know, it's just horrible. It really is. And that's why this day is so important, John. For me, this is the third year uh, that I'm doing this with you guys and Bernie, of course, here the last two years. But. Uh, it's a day that I do look forward to because you know how pro-police I am and Bernard was, too, and you guys are. And uh, so this is, this is, to me, of all the events we do, and we do so many great events every year, which the audience really appreciates, to me, this one is right there at the very top because uh, if WABC shows our men and women in blue how much we love them, that's going to take to the streets. So this one, John, you should really take a bow. This is a great day, a great day. I tell all our listeners... You want to help New York. You want to help our country. Vote the right way this year because right now we're in deep doo-doo. And uh, <laughs> unless, we, unless we protect our borders, uh, and, and this whole thing with, uh, with oil, we're paying double the price of oil. There's going to be a shortage of diesel fuel. I, I, I mean, there's shortage upon shortage upon shortage. You know what the definition of shortage is? An excuse to charge you more. Wow, that's funny. That's true. That is true. And, of course, uh, if you had to pick one person, which I know was hard, John, because there's so many moving parts in the oil business, which you know more about than anybody else. But if you had to blame one person, I guess it starts with Biden. No or no? Joe Biden, uh, President Biden, is to blame for not allowing uh, oil to survive in North America uh, having the SEC go after the banks that lend money to oil companies. Could you imagine having the SEC go after oil companies uh, for lending money? I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. Having the EPA go after oil companies so they can't expand. Uh, I mean, why would anybody invest money in the United States mm. uh, when, uh, when, when the government is your enemy? It's true. You can't. You just can't. I did want to ask you about the supermarket business on one quick uh, question here, John. Of course, you've got Gristidis and D'Agostino's, Futon, a host of others. Uh, With inflation, obviously, it can't be easy. You have to pay more. The public has to pay more. But for a while there, uh, I was reading that your stores were having an issue with robberies, people coming in and just stealing stuff basically off the shelves. Is that still a major issue? Well, our store managers are a little bit tougher. They carry Rocky Colorado bats. <laughs> you know, I'm joking about that. Uh, remember Rocky Colorado. Uh, That's a good reference. Yes, and uh, uh, we did have a few problems. Uh, we hired a lot of retired uh, uh, NYPD people. Uh, we, uh, so our stores are monitored. So you know who they go and rob? They go and rob uh, the the people that they think are easy touches. Right, right, right. Like people with yarmulkes right. and stuff like that. I mean, unfortunately, the, but... the easy touches yeah. don't survive. Yeah. Uh, you know how many CVSs, how many Walgreens, how many Dwayne Reeds have closed? 
because a chain operation where the main office is in Chicago, you know what they do? Oh, crap. What do we do? What do we do? Right, right. Uh, close the store. Close the store. <laughs> you know, I'll tell you, those drugstores, John, there was a day I'd go in, I'd go shopping, I'd get my razors, I'd get my shaving cream, I'd get my shampoo. Now, every time I go to those stores, John, I'm there for 45 minutes because everything is under lock and key. I got to hit this button. Somebody's got to come. Sometimes I got to wait for 20 minutes. It's become impossible to shop in those stores. Everything's locked up. Everything's locked up uh, because it has to be. They, they, uh, they had a CVS downtown where they would only let one or two customers in at the same time. Wow. Uh, and wow. there was a security guard with a locked door in the front. <laughs> now, is that the New York we want? No. Is that the New York we want? No. Ladies and gentlemen out there, I beg you, I beg you, vote for law and order this Tuesday. I well said. You. Well said. It's no law. It's not long. There's no, no no longer Republican. There's no longer Democrats. There's no longer liberals. There's no longer conservatives. You know what it is. We're New Yorkers, and we want New York to survive. Right? I agree, but unfortunately, the policies are Democrat policies. So we can say it's not about Republicans, it's not about Democrats, but it's not Republicans who are out there talking about cashless bail. So it does, unfortunately, become political because those are Democrat policies, John. That's the bottom line. Uh, but you're right. I'm very disappointed. I'm yeah. very, very disappointed of course, of in Governor Hochul. When she took office uh, about a year ago, nine months ago, uh, she looked like a tough Irish girl. She did. Yep. But yep. She did. Yep. And by the and, way, uh, and, and John Peter uh, King loved her back then. He loved her. Yes. We went to the first breakfast one day before, one day before she was going to take office. Me, Al Gamato, and Peter King, and Father Alex took her to breakfast. Yep. And we, we were hopeful. That should make a good governor. Yep. Now, I urge, I urge everybody to listen. I had, I had Governor Cuomo on my show last night, and 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 the, and the uh, article, uh, not the article, the uh, interview is going viral. Go to wabc.com, listen to Governor Hochul's, uh, Governor Governor Cuomo's interview from last night, my five o'clock show, and he tells about. What's going on with crime in New York? Well, yeah, he was there before her. And, um, you know, it's kind of like Kyrie Irving apologizing today for the Jewish comments. I mean, he was there when they started this whole, you know, the whole bail thing, the whole cashless bail. So, you know, now, of course, when you're out of office, John, it becomes easier to be critical of somebody else. But to be fair, well, uh, let me, he, he was part of the problem. Else. Yeah. I'll, I'll give you something else. Yeah. Who, who are the Democrats going to listen to? You? Or, uh, or one of their own. One of their own. Thank you. <laughs> I know you're exactly. I agree with you. That's why I'm actually good with Bill O'Reilly, John, going on Chris Cuomo's show every week. People are angry with Bill O'Reilly. I'm not because maybe while those Democrats are listening to Chris Cuomo, Bill O'Reilly will say something that'll make them change their mind. Does that make any sense? It makes sense. So there you have it. Yeah, hey, to be able to have communications is the most important thing. Agreed. Hey, great job today. Uh, great job yesterday on your show with Andrew. Great job uh, on my show this morning. Great job uh, with all these days. But this one really back the blues a big one, John. You and Margo. Look forward to seeing you at the press conference later on this morning. Thank you so much for kicking it off, buddy. Thank you so much. God bless. Thank you. God bless you. The, the great John Katsimatidis.
And, of course, he's coming up at 5 o'clock. He does have tremendous guests on uh, Cats at Night. And then, of course, the Cats round table, 8 a.m. on Sunday mornings. But um, I do have to remind him that Andrew Cuomo was there before Kathy, and he was a dog, too. So, <laughs> here's what it is.